five, four, three, two, one. Watch me. Alright. Five, four, three, two, one. Hey guys, I'm Ayana. And I am Baka. And this is the Abaka's Be Extraordinary Podcast. <laughs> so welcome um, for another um, another amazing uh, conversation. Yeah. Uh, talk with us. Um, we hope that you uh, enjoy <laughs> enjoy our talks. Mm-hmm. So. And of course, uh, be sure to. You know, you can reach out to us, give us some feedback, you know, um, comment on the video on YouTube or also go to Anchor and you can also on our Anchor channel and you can also even just, you know, respond and give us some feedback on what you think. Yes. iTunes, all of that. Yes. Um, Oh, and be sure to uh, give us a rating on iTunes too. mm -hmm. And if you're watching this on uh, YouTube, make sure to like, comment and subscribe. For sure. All right. So we're going to go into our topic for today and it is... Gender roles in parenthood. So gender roles in parenthood. Um, I'm excited about this particular uh, topic and podcast because I actually did a poll on my um, Instagram that, you know, had some really great responses. So I actually have my phone here and we're going to look at, you know, some of the polls and responses that I got from this particular uh, topic and the questions that I put out. And, um, you know, people were very responsive, so. Yep, true story. Yeah, so um, I guess you wanna go into certain, some of the questions that we yeah, asked. and then I'm we can, ready. We can kind of elaborate on it or whatnot. Okay. I'm definitely ready. So, let's see, let me go to my poll. Uh, let's see. So the first poll, the first question that I, I asked and now with the polls on Instagram, it's yes or no. You know, there's not like a three a A B C D answer or anything I like that. It. it is a it is a, a or B yes or no uh, type poll. So uh, my first question was, whose main responsibility is it to take care of the baby? Hmm. And ninety five percent said mom, and five percent said dad. Well. You better get to work. <laughs> I did get... Um, the people said it's your responsibility. I did get some people who, you know, DM'd me and said both. So I want to say if I had to, like, really look at the results, I would say maybe um, maybe 65% said mom. Then Oh, based on their other yeah. feedback, too? Yeah, based on the both feedback. So 60 to 75% said mom. Then the small percentage, you know, like the, I guess the, what is it? Uh, that 25. 25 said both, um, said both. And then that 5% said dad. So, but I just thought it was really interesting because, um, like some of the responses that I get it, did get in my DMs, you know, concerning it being the mom's main responsibility was like, like one person said that, you know, especially in the first three months of the baby being on this earth, you know, with breastfeeding and trying to figure out, you know, schedules and stuff like that. And also they said that, you know, the dad may not be comfortable in changing diapers and all of that. So the first three months is the mom. And I should, should we have said, um, whose main responsibility is it to take care of your child? <laughs> I don't know. I don't I don't know. But I guess my thing with that particular like I get what they were saying when it came to breastfeeding yeah, and that type I mean, of stuff because no you know, especially some children they cluster feed. Well, not some. A lot of children in the beginning they cluster feed and some of their cluster feeding is like ridiculous. It could be like every 30 minutes and all of that. So I get that. I really do get that. And then they don't encourage you to like start pumping so quick. Mm -hmm. So, you know, because you want to make sure that your milk production is coming in and all of that. But um, the part with the changing diapers, I was like, okay, this is where I feel like women, we got to change some things. Like if a your husband or your significant other is not comfortable with changing diapers, you have to help and encourage them 
to be comfortable with changing diapers. Shoot, I was not comfortable. Like I've changed so many diapers, nieces, nephews, godson, goddaughters. I've changed diapers. But when it came to my own child, I was so nervous. Like that first day, you know, they were like, all right, this is your baby, here you go. And we're all in the hospital room and it's just me, him and the baby and up, yeah, yeah. Oh, she's wet. All right, this little, little body. And Haven was little, she was six pounds. And she was not, this is full term six pounds. Like I was a little baby, my brother, all of that. So we, mom, I, I, little babies just come out, you know? <laughs> so I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh my gosh. So we had the same type of nervousness. So I don't think that it's like, like I feel like we put, like, I feel like men, are not equipped enough to do certain things for their children because not i'm sorry not equipped like men are not encouraged or or what is the word um i mean i'll just say encouraged or encouraged or or pushed pushed or, or Inspired, inspired. To, yeah. I guess that's why I said equipment. So b- bad choice of words. But <laughs> I was like, I was like, you what? Get, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Thank you for correcting me. <laughs> Meaning, like, we don't encourage men enough. Like, it's auto, it's an automatic. Like, oh, he can't do that. Oh, he yep. don't know how to do that. Yep. Like, or like, or uh, and automatic. We just fall into that. We we yeah. actually accept like, it. I like, guess oh, I don't. <laughs> I guess I'll yeah. never know. Or automatic assumption that okay, if the baby's hair is done or they're dressed or they're um you know they look good or they smell good or whatever it's like oh mom had to do that and i'm like no nah, i wasn't even there this morning he dressed her yep. i was at the gym yeah yep he woke her up i was at the gym yeah he changed her he combed her little hair you know he, he <laughs> got <little> it <laughs> he, he got it you know so i just i thought that was a little interesting so i i definitely agree because for me, the I guess seeing the the poll result of the ninety five percent saying that it's the the, the mom's responsibility that kind of honestly it was kind of um, I don't want to say shocking because I kind of get that energy from people mm-hmm. um, that that's kind of how they see that um, that it should be especially you know in a a household or whatever but I don't agree with it um, and I think I think for me I don't agree with it because. Just like in our last podcast, I do feel that uh, when it comes to gender roles, that it's whatever you and your spouse discuss works for your household. I don't feel like it's a universal law. Um, So whenever something or some uh, like implied mandate comes down, like, well, this is what's supposed to be. This is what the wife is supposed to do. This is what the husband is supposed to do. That that bothers me. I don't like it. And it's it's funny because I, I agree with you what you're saying with disgust, but it's also I personally feel like some women just need to let up. Yeah, like it's like because I am in some you know mom Facebook groups and stuff like that, and these women do not trust their husbands to do anything, husbands, mm-hmm. significant others, and I'm like, if you don't show them or teach them, they're never going to know. But, but see, there there's also a way to do it because. Honestly, what I feel, I feel like some um, there's a lot of micromanaging when it comes to parenting, mm-hmm. um, and the the mother or the wife assumes that responsibility that it's on me. Like this is finally it's my rite of passage. I birthed the baby, and I definitely get it. But it's like it's my rite of passage. I got this, so I'm gonna show you how to raise our baby. And it, it turns into that more than, hey, this is our baby. Uh, let's figure out how to raise this baby. So it's more of, um, I feel like it's kind of force taught when it comes to the guy. Like mm-hmm. the, the mom is like, no, you're not doing it right. But I'm like, you, you've actually never, if, you, if it's your first child, you've never done it yourself. Exactly. You've just more so seen or you've been um, nurtured or conditioned to see to say that okay this is how a baby is supposed to be raised but you don't really know yet I, that's the word i was looking for before i feel like 
women or a lot of women need to empower their significant others more. Yeah, and Empa- definitely empower them because it's a lot of like you see it in commercials. You see it in like whenever we talk about men and children, it's like oh they don't know how to take care of their own children, and but, they always got us looking stupid. Yeah, like, commercials really? like oh <laughs> how do I how do like listen to like Russell, real like, like real <laughs> dumb. But I um like DJ Paul. I know with me personally. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, moving on. If y'all don't know who that is, that just went over nothing, your head. Nothing happened. Nothing, happened. nothing to see. But here. Uh, <laughs> everybody back to work. <laughs> but I personally, um, with us, I, I had to really, you know, be like, all right, my husband got this quick, because you know. I had a C-section, um, unexpected C-section. If you guys don't know, we we planned for a natural childbirth. We were going to do a nice little water birth at the the birth center. Man, we picked out our pool, all had, of that. I had my swimming shorts. Yeah, I we was ready. We had everything, and we found out that Haven was breached while I was in labor. This so <laughs> I I had to have a C-section, and my recovery was not. It was not like the easiest thing in the world. I mean, I had abdominal abdominal surgery. Yeah. You know, a whole baby got pulled out of my stomach. Um, can we do a tangent real quick? <laughs> Go ahead. Um, just because <laughs> I thought about the the first night with Haven. No, nah, we ain't gonna okay. talk because that is too much. Like that is too much to go into right now. But like Lord. just the, just the simple like I had to I had to trust him for like really quick because it was like I you know for the first week I was so tired because I still had these drugs in my system. It was just I was groggy. Mm-hmm. All of that trying to figure out how to breastfeed. She wasn't latching. All that type of stuff. So. With that, you know, I was sleeping a lot. When I'm sleeping, if she's up or if I needed, you know, just a mental space of I need to sleep and get these, especially that first day I had to get, I had to sleep all them little drugs off. And then I, you know, I was finally home. I can't sit there and be like, no, uh, uh, um, uh, this is my baby. No. <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> this is my baby. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't do that like you know and I, I remember at one one point I remember like when all the family went home and all of that at one point I just remember you taking her out like I was in the bedroom and I was sleeping I, I went to sleep and I you took her out and she was like in the living room with you and it was just like like just giving me that like I that break. Like I remember that. Hey, and then a, especially like a couple of times within our first few months when you were home, you would take her out and I would have that I, especially like when I was home by myself or with her all day, uh-huh. you would come home and just be like, "All right, you got I I got this rest." Because it was a lot. So, hmm. yeah, it was definitely a lot. So, very it's- very appreciated it's funny because i know that um like i do appreciate that you're you're not not to offend anyone but you're not a a typical woman as far as to force me to be a certain way as far as a parent like well no you're doing it wrong oh lord i appreciate you weren't like that because okay that that would have sucked, but don't say typical. Say like a micromanaging woman. Thank you, because yeah. I don't want to offend nobody. I'm mm-hmm. not saying that that's what y'all, what ladies do. Yeah, really, I'm not. But um, but no, I appreciate that you're you're not like that because um, on one side we were almost forced to not be like that because with you having a C-section, like there was no choice. It was mm-hmm. just. This is what it is. Mm-hmm. I need your help. Like I need you. Cause I could, I could barely get out the bed. Yeah, and I know, like, I don't, I don't know if I changed her first diaper. I almost feel like I did. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I changed her first poop diaper. Yeah, and because she was, was like, "What is this?" Yeah, it was, I wasn't ready. Yeah, like it was black and just yeah, ill. But um, 
I know when, like, it's funny because I've changed a couple of diapers in my life. That's funny. We're kind of going into the next thing of... Um, oh, the diapers? One of the other questions was, um, which parents should always be on diaper duty? So, I, I want to, like, just say that question so we can touch that. Okay. And 51% said mom and 49% said dad. Mm, interesting. Yeah. So, um, I know with, with, with me, like, because I did change a couple in my life... I, it was more of like I was kind of thrown into it because it was like you weren't able to get up and do it. Mm-hmm. She needed to be changed. All right, I'm about to change her, and I was like, "Ew, ew, what is that?" Yeah. And, but I just my point is I appreciate um, having the opportunity to be able to see what it was for myself mm-hmm. rather than um, rather than or even because I didn't turn around and say, "Oh, uh, hey." I'm it was like, look, and we, then I we remember doing it. like she was laying on the bed in the hospital. Either she was laying on the bed or we had her in the bassinet. Yeah. And um, like I was sit, I remember sitting up and I'm watching you and I'm like, you know, I know it can because it's gonna be a little sticky mm-hmm. and because it was the first poop. If everybody, anybody knows about the first poop with the baby, it's it's like tar. So I'm like, it's gonna Literally. be a, <laughs> it's gonna be a little sticky. I'm like, yeah, you know, just make sure and you know, like. The little cracks and crevices make sure she's clean and mm-hmm. you know i trusted you i'm like yeah. you got this i mean and some things i don't know i don't have that body part Mm-mm. like so it's like you know <laughs> I, I showed you like how to make sure and clean her yeah. how to wipe and all of that and now it's like at her at 10 months i'm like that's your daughter as well yeah. so definitely so i think some people i think honestly some people are just very scary when it comes to certain things and then some people are, you know, also a little old school. You know, they feel like a man should take care of the little boys and do things with the little boys. And a woman should only take care and do things with the little girls. I think there needs to be a, a nice, healthy exposure to both. Yeah. Because without it. Um, and then some people operate in fear because they don't want men, um, you know, changing little girls diapers and stuff like yeah. that. And I mean, it was uncomfortable for me. So. It was weird. Like it was because again, I'm I don't have that body part. Yeah. <laughs> like so, it was weird for me at first. Like this is I don't want to do something wrong. I don't want to wipe in the wrong direction because with us we can just you know do anything. But, but with y'all, it's like. But I guess that's why. Like it's it's like you know that's where I feel like as women we need to empower our significant others yeah. and showing them. And don't also, get frustrated, you know? Yeah, because you got to be patient. But then also, even the significant other, us as men, we have to be teachable and not think that you're just trying to bully or think that you know it all. Because mm-hmm. I know that the the ego sometimes will come up like, oh, what you think? I don't know how to change. No, I don't. Like, I don't have that. Yeah, that <laughs> pride. Because, yeah. like, I mean, you know, our our desire for our next child is to be a little boy. Yeah. And listen, I don't know nothing about the little penis. I don't. I got you. So. You wake up in that morning. <laughs> like, and I, like, I heard <laughs> some things even as a young little boy. It like early. I'm like, I, I don't know anything about that. Yeah. So. You gotta, you're gonna have to teach me and you're gonna have to show me, and I'm gonna be like, hey, get your child. <laughs> so, I got you. yeah, run the room like, look, <laughs> look, um, Sheesh. <laughs> Sheesh. <laughs> um, in your household, next question, in your household, who is the main disciplinarian? Um, 69% said mom, and 31% said dad. Um, for this particular topic of who's the disciplinarian, it's so funny because we had many discussions about this, um, especially with, um, we have nieces, we have three nieces and, um, two of them in particular would be around us like all the time Mm -hmm. and well, they're still around us all the time, but, um, and our oldest niece, she was actually born the week that we actually started talking to each other. Yep. The week. The first. We, yeah. Actually, the first. After our first conversation on the phone, the next day she was born. Yeah. So I have literally been in her life as long as she's been alive. Yeah. I met her like a, 
at a month old, yeah. something like that. So, you know, with... Hey, that was kind of fast. <laughs> you met the baby. The family <laughs> at a month. But, um, so with them, you know, especially with our nieces growing up under, you know, our eye and being around us, you know, they would run over him. They would definitely run over him. And, um, you know, it'd be like certain instances where I'd be like, babe, you really have to put your foot down with certain things. You can't let her do this, that. And like, they would come over our house and like be all like running all over the place. I'm like, babe, you have to talk to them. You know, because I would talk to them, but I feel like I would be the, the mean auntie constantly like, sit down, sit down. Don't do that. Don't do that. Sit down. Especially like, like, our oldest niece is 10 now. Now she's good. She's like, she's a, um, she's a super pre, <laughs> like she's a preteen. Like it's yeah. like you it's would think, she, yeah, it's weird. Cause you would think she's like 12 or whatever. She's 10 and she's already in that preteen phase to me. But, um, and then, but it's just, you know, so certain things that we, I would be like, oh my gosh. So I thought it was going to be hard for him to be. The disciplinarian when we finally started having our own children i was mistaken this guy right here good job because <laughs> haven is 10 months and she tries us she really does especially now that she's exploring she's crawling she's taking some steps she wants to touch everything like if she's Every not in her playpen she's crawling all over the house pulling up on everything the coffee table you can't leave anything on the table because nope. she will pull it down she will everything the, the remotes our phones all of that and it's certain things it's like no don't do this don't do that and I don't have to be like, babe, you just make sure and tell her, babe, babe, babe. Like, I feel like it's like he really surprised me because it was an automatic like, hey, Haven. You know, like, it's not like a, oh, I don't want to discipline my little girl. That's my little, like, I, I think, yeah. yeah. I know it's really early in the game, but like, just to see like, all right, you're not letting her run over you. When it comes to different things and, you know. I mean, honestly, I feel like it's because I got my feet wet. Um, because with with our nieces, like uh, our niece Kendall, um, she actually is the first girl, like, in this generation. <laughs> and, and, you know, as far as, like, especially from, um, from my brothers, because... Like, it's, there's a lot of us, and all of my brothers and sisters, it's, like, all boys. So, at least the ones that are here. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So, with that, like, uh, when Kendall was born, it was like, oh, my goodness. Like, this beautiful chocolate girl, like, she's the one. And it was kind of weird, um, especially because, you know, she was so cute. And I was like, I, I don't know if I can discipline her because I just want her, I just want her to be happy. Mm -hmm. But I feel like... Um, just because of time, then also with with being experienced to her having having to also experience her, then also with Cam and Jay, um, just kind of seeing those different sides mm -hmm. when it came to our own, I was like, look, y'all cute, but y'all go back to y'all parents. Mm -hmm. She's cute, but, but she with us. Staying with us, yeah. I'm not about to have you losing your mind. Talking about, well, I'm cute, so I can do whatever I want. Mm -mm. And then we go outside, and you think you're going to embarrass me. Yeah. Boy, and that's I why, like, we even have her a structure and a schedule for her. And, you know, it's not like, oh, she can just be up all night. Oh, like, oh, you know, like, right now, she's sleep. She's been asleep Ouch. for a few hours now, and she sleeps all night. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, you know, like, we, we have a good structure set up for her. And we both follow that structure, yep. you know? And I appreciate that because it's like, I've seen in certain instances where it's like the mom has to be the disciplinarian and the dad is kind of like, they let the kids do whatever. Like if we go out, like if I go out, like I, the, I went to a, a business event and it was a, um, it was a woman's event. And, you know, I left and I didn't come home till about nine, almost 
like 9, 9.30 or something like that. Like when I came home, Haven was in her bed. It wasn't like, oh, well, you know, I thought it would be fun for her to stay up with me while you were gone. <laughs> so we can just bond a little bit or something. Nope, no, you take your butt to sleep. Yeah. Shoot, so, I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, like, so I, I definitely appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, I know for me, the, the thing I did, and I, I know we talked about this earlier, too, it kind of had bothered me. Um, because again, with me being the, the happy, I'm always smiling, um, never in a bad mood. Like, I feel like people, sometimes you take that as a weakness, Mm -hmm. um, and you think that, oh, he just soft. I'm not soft. I'm just happy and I choose to be, Mm -hmm. but I felt like people would kind of prejudge and they would say, oh, well, shoot, I know she's the one that's going to discipline and put her foot down. Mm. And I'm like. Uh, no, actually, we put our foot down because we, we got two legs, so we both got to stand. And I'm just like, I don't know, I guess for me, I'm like, uh, I feel like when it comes to, um, you know, disciplining her and even our soon son, like, my thing is, I don't want, I really don't want the the pinning parents against each other or I'm going to only run, like, I'm going to run the dad because he's the refuge. Mm-hmm. Or I'm going to just run the mom because she's the safe place. No, I I truthfully do want our kids, even after they're disciplined, to still feel safe that they can come and say, I love you, dad. Like, mm-hmm. because I know for me growing up, um, being African, like, I didn't realize it, but my mom said I was actually afraid of my dad. Mm-hmm. Like, to the point that I would, like, is he, they both disciplined. But he disciplined. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, he didn't use no belts. It was only hands. And he mm-hmm. had, like, his fingers were like Ninja Turtles. They were, like, like five inches thick concrete steel, <laughs> like, construction boot fingers. Oh, my gosh. And um, they were literally six inches, like, Timberlands. It was like, yeah. Oh, my gosh. So, I was afraid of him. And I can probably count on my one hand how many times I went and got a hug. Mm. And that's that's something I don't want. I, I mean, don't even that. I love you. You said you never heard I love you. Nah. So I actually I never did. And I actually I heard I'm proud of you. I I remember the time I heard it. So <laughs> I that's my thing. Like I know the discipline is is necessary. Structure is necessary. But at the same time, love is the most important. So. But love isn't weak. It's not something that's like, oh, well, I love you. That means ha, 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 ooh, ha. No, that's not love. Love really cares about you and, and helps to lift you up and build you up. So I know with um with my parents, like I, I definitely couldn't pin them against each other. And I definitely, I don't really remember. Like my mom, my mom is a thug. She's definitely a thug. And in some instances growing up, my dad was a little easier, mm-hmm. but not that much. Like if I was, if I did something like wrong, like bad, I was bad in school. Well, my thing was I, t- I talked too much. Like it was always <laughs> that like, mouth. yeah, like Ayana. That mouth, <laughs> Ayana is <laughs> Ayana is such a great student and such and such and blah blah blah. But she's very talkative, you know. Mm. And if like if I got in trouble or whatever in school, it. I couldn't, you know, be like, you know, sway one parent or whatever. Both of them would be on me. Like, it was an equal thing. So, um, I guess, like, you know, transferring it into my own marriage and, you know, having a child now, it's like, I want us to both be the equal disciplinarian because I feel like when you allow the kids to come in and pin you against each other, that's when a lot of problems rise up. Man, yeah. Because kids know, like, kids, kids, some of these kids, they know how to sway you. Like, even Haven at 10 months, like, she knows, like, like I was telling her not to touch a plug earlier today, and I said no. I said no, no, you know, don't touch it. And she knows what I'm talking about, and she literally looked at me, put her hand out, and looked at me while she continued to try to touch the plug. And I said, no. And then she just, she pulled her hand back. And then she looked at me again. And, and I was like, 
at 10 months you gonna try me like this oh okay i got something for you but uh <laughs> but yeah so like kids know like they know and yeah. they're gonna try you and i am never going to let a child that we both produced you better say that we both produced come in between us like no nope. i was here first yeah he was here first. Like, yep. you not going to come and try to, you ain't nope. messing this up. Cash these hands, cuz. So. Anybody can get it. But, um, let's see. <laughs> mm, this is another good one. How do you feel about the phrase, dad's babysitting the kids? So, um, 87% said, sis, I hate that phrase. And that was my yes or no. And then 13% said, I mean, he is babysitting. Yeah. I'm just glad it was 87% that said, sis, I hate that yeah. phrase. So. I'm 100%. I hate that phrase. Yeah. I I, I love that phrase. Dad's babysitting. <laughs> like, who? Oh, yeah. Oh, your husband babysitting? No. He's he's I taking care of his daughter. I can't babysit my child. That doesn't make any sense. Because I've never heard anybody say to a mom, like, oh, you're babysitting your kids? That's how you have the kids, or you're watching the kids. Like mm-hmm. they don't say you're babysitting your own kids because mm-hmm. it's not a, it's not an option. I feel like babysitting is optional. Yeah, it's like it's more, it's it's more of a, um, it's more of a choice. Like you can babysit or you can't. Like mm-hmm. it's it's up to you. But this parenting isn't optional. Like it's it's something that you <laughs> once it's on, you can't turn it. You cannot turn it off. Like it's nonstop. I think some people um excuse me. I don't I don't know what this is about like cuz I remember when I I first had Haven I think I, especially after my 6 weeks I um you know like I did go out Lord. What? I don't know why I keep yawning. Oh. I did um I did start going out like a little cuz I of course like I think her 2 week appointment I had to go by myself cuz you had yeah. you had to go to work. Yep. And so I did little things with her before six weeks, um, you know, the six week, you know, thing. But um, especially after six weeks, you know, I was like, okay, I'm going to go get my nails done. I'm going to go do this, this, this and this. And, you know, she would be home with Sylvester because, you know, we both work from home uh, with our company. Uh, So, you know, she would be home with Sylvester. And if I went certain places, you know, to pamper myself or I'm going to go grocery shopping, I'm going to go do this for us, blah, blah, blah. Because it was just easier for me to do it by myself. People would be like, oh, so your husband is babysitting or, oh, you're, you're letting your husband watch her? What? Let? That's his baby too, honey, girl. Bye. Let? Oh, you're comfortable with him watching her by, by himself? What are you going to do, kill her? Like, are you serious? He is very much equipped to, you know, to take care of his own child. You know, hey, here's this, uh, here's this bottle. Here's this. You know her schedule too on her eating schedule. You know how to change her diapers. I'm out. That's it. You know, in the beginning, I would call in and check in and be like, hey, just want to make sure everything's okay. Do you need me to bring anything home? Because I'm the one that was out. Um, uh, Let me know if you need me to come home quicker or whatever. You might need something. Do you need to go somewhere to, you know, those types of things like communication. But I wasn't sitting there like, oh, he can't handle it. Like, it just, it really bothered me because every time I went out, even now, like, she's 10 months and I still get that reaction from some people. Oh, where's the baby? Why didn't you bring the baby? She at home with her daddy. I I need this break. Like, can I, can I, can can I, can I get my nails done or can I do something in peace? Like, listen, she is very busy. It ain't going to be no break, you know? So. Yeah. Um. That's my baby. <laughs> I don't babysit my baby. Uh, that's like, I don't know. I, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just shut up. But that's, I can't stand that phrase. Um, In other words, like he said, he don't like it. I, yeah. I don't like that phrase at so, all. So, I just don't like the expectation that people have. Like it's like this. I'm like, okay, what kind of relationships or marriages or whatever do y'all know and have? 
that the children are with the mom like 90% of the time. I mean, I know that that's kind of like the, I don't want to say traditional, but it's like, it's the thing, like, we we see it in movies. Honestly, I feel like we're more so conditioned to see, um, like, parenting a certain way. Like, because in all of the movies and all the commercials, the dad doesn't know how to do nothing. He doesn't know how to, to change a baby. Like, it's... It's like the dad is is looking at. It's like they they treat dads like like um like the baby is a freaking desk from IKEA. Like you get it and you get you open up the instructions and they're like, what are these instructions and all these extra parts? And they're holding the baby like trying to look at the picture like, how do I put this together? And I'm like, we're not stupid. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> it's this. At the end of the day, this child, this human being, is going to grow. I mean, and well, uh, there are some people who think y'all stupid. Cause I know they think. The, the next question that kind of went with this was, "Would uh, would you take a weekend trip and leave your baby with their father?" So eighty five percent said, "Yep, have fun, bye, have fun," and fifteen uh, percent said, "Hell no." Nah. Yep. I don't know why, but see, that's and okay. This is my thing. And this is why, like, the babysitting, that pisses me off. Well, it, it frustrates and annoys me. But then also the, um, the, 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 I guess the lack of trust when it comes to the husband or the father. Um, especially, you know, especially when y'all are together. When you're not together, I don't know what that's like. Um, <laughs> and but, it's funny because I'm, I'm looking at some of the people who voted, hell no. And I'm like, well, maybe they're not with that their child's father yeah. or whatever. I don't know. And that's that's like the only way I can kind of see that. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, if you are with the, the father, my thing is um, they're there. They are there to also help. You know, like there's a, a shared responsibility when it comes to the child. It's not one-sided and you shouldn't um you shouldn't accept that it's one-sided to just kind of push it to assume the whole responsibility because then you end up being stressed out you end up becoming depressed you end up saying i don't have a life anymore you end up saying nobody cares about me nobody thinks about me i think i think that it's um society puts that pressure on as well remember um it's a popular uh, family that vlogs. Oh, I'm trying to remember their names right now, but my mom watches them all the time. And um, so, Is Australia? No, 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 oh. not Australia. They're um, it's a um, interracial couple, black mom, white dad. They are com- they're on commercials. Yes, I know you're talking about. I don't remember that. Yeah, name. y'all probably know who I'm talking about. And okay, so they have a son and they have a daughter. And she had the daughter, and I think either a couple of weeks as she after she had her daughter, there was this uh, uh, My Leaks conference, the My Taught You conference, uh, the retreat. It was this big retreat that she got invited to go to, right? So she went to the retreat. I think the retreat was weekend long, three, four days, and she went. And she got chastised so bad online because she left her newborn at home with her husband and she went on this retreat now i ain't seen nothing wrong with it because i was like first of all this is not this is not even their first child this is their second child and i'm pretty sure she had all systems in place and you know i don't know if she breastfed or she did formula i don't know i don't care you know, but she, they had all their things in place, you know, to make sure that baby was taken care of. She was fed. She was dry and all of that with her dad, who was very responsible. And she went and enjoyed her retreat. And she needed that. She needed that time. The re- She got blessed by the retreat. It was refreshing for her. Like she needed that, you know, and but she got chastised so like there's people in her comments was like i can't believe you you're a horrible mother you i how like how i don't like what is he there for i could never leave my child my newborn that's why you don't go nowhere that's why you mad at everybody that's why you depressed. That's why you sad. That's why you say, I can't take care of myself because I have to always tend to these kids. He don't care about me. That's why. Because you're not 
you're not sharing the responsibility. Like, and I'm sorry, like that's that's just it is what it is. Like, you have to. There's a reason why it's a partnership. I know that when you have a child, there are different sacrifices that you make. mm -hmm. I know that, but I will never. um, I will never forget myself. Like the thing is that you cannot be an amazing parent if you're if you're empty. Nope. Like you cannot be an amazing parent if you're empty. So you have to be a little selfish and put yourself first in certain things and make sure and have that self-care and make sure and constantly be filling yourself up so that you can put out and be an amazing parent, put out and be an amazing spouse, put out and be an amazing uh, worker or entrepreneur or whatever, you know? So I just, I, I feel like burnout happens in parenthood especially because we're constantly putting out putting out and not filling ourselves back up and then also putting so much pressure on ourselves and then also having the nerve to like put on pressure on other people like listen i don't care what nobody say about me and my parenting skills or whatever my child is closed she is fed she's very well taken care of if you think that oh we do too much oh she she's always like oh she always got her hair done and her nails done because i can and i want to and that's my self-care and in like i feel better you know like it's just it's weird it's like weird because people expect you as a mom to be looking like just exhausted and crazy and your child like you put all your all into her and she looks beautiful and then you look a hot mess no we both about to look good yeah so it's honestly necessary and that um i know for me like my i guess for me my passion comes from the place of I don't know what it's like to carry a child. Mm -hmm. I will never in life know what it's like to carry a child. That's not for me. And for me to be sitting there during the time that Haven was cooking and seeing you sitting up, going to sleep, Mm. leaning over on a pillow, trying to prop yourself up because when you you laid back, you might throw up Mm -hmm. because it, it was sitting on your chest like seeing those things, I'm like, I don't know what that's like. Mm-hmm. I and I, I, there's no way for me to even imagine what that actually feels like. I complain if somebody bothers me when I'm trying to sleep. Period. I'm talking about on a nice king size bed, <laughs> laid out completely. I get, I'm, I'm bothered because I'm like, you're interrupting my sleep. Mm-hmm. But to sit there and watch you endure that for nine months, and then bring a child in this earth and for me to sit back and say you know what i know you did that for a whole year but you need to keep on doing it for the rest of your life by yourself no that's 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 selfish Hmm. at the end of the day like i said this is my child as well and the responsibility has to be shared because there are times where i'm going to need to go out i'm going to need to get away And you're going to be watching our child. You're not babysitting our child. The Mm -hmm. same way you're going to need to get out. You're going to need to get away. And I'm going to be watching Mm -hmm. our child. Or we're all going to go out and we're watching our child together. Mm -hmm. It's a it's a team effort. Or we're also going to like need those moments where, you know, I'm grateful for amazing parents Mm -hmm. who are now grandparents who are like, bring my grandbaby here, Mm -hmm. you know, yeah, I'll, t- I'll watch her for the weekend. Like that even surprised some people. Like um, I think Haven went with my parents at what two months or three months. It may have been like three. I think it was three months. Like her first. I don't even know if it was a full weekend. Maybe it was a day or two or like yeah, it was a day first. It was a day, and you know, of course, we missed her, but we needed that. We needed that little time for us, and you know. Since then, she's just about every month she's gone over their house for maybe a weekend or, you know, or however. I don't know. Um, it, I feel like it was some months that she didn't go. But um, just the fact like people would have different comments of, oh, she's over your parents house again or making comments to my parents like, oh, y'all have her again. Oh, oh wow. They're they're letting y'all watch her. And I'm like. My mama raised me like, you know, like, I don't know.
don't know. It's just weird. It's it's really weird because I feel like some people put these pressures on parenthood of, oh, you, you know, that's your baby and that's they have to constantly be with you 24-7. And I'm like, listen, we need our time. We need our date nights. You know, that, that helps strengthen our marriage when we have our time as well. Yeah. So this next question that I asked is actually going to go into the next few questions and then we'll close. Um, so this question I asked, how do you feel about co-sleeping with your baby? And 43% said I'm for it. And 57% said no babies in our bed. And, um, I purposely asked this question because, um, I, Haven co-slept with us for the first two months really six weeks because that's how long it took me to be at like I couldn't get up like it was so I had to get a step stool to step up and get in our bed like that's yeah. how my my ab muscles were so sore and everything hurt trying to move so I had to like that's how it was so there was no way I was going to be able to step or move and have a bassinet next to me and try to, you know, pick her up and da 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 and, you know, try to do all that. So we had a co-sleeper in the middle. Thank God for our king-size bed. We had a co-sleeper in the middle. She slept in the middle. And, you know, Sylvester was on the other side. And we did that for about six to eight weeks. And that's what worked for us. Once I got healed, Haven went from that co-sleeper to the bassinet on my side. And then at four months, Haven went to her room, her crib. Now there are a lot of people who co-sleep, um, and they co-sleep a long time. There are people who have three and four year olds still in their bed. Nope. Me personally, nope. I'm not <laughs> judging if this is you, do what you do. That will never happen in our house. I do not believe in that. I don't because I feel like, first of all, if this child is in my bed, how I'm supposed to get busy with my husband? Like, I am so amazed at how some people have multiple children because their children is co-sleeping. Like, are y'all like the child is like at the edge of the bed, like knocked out and y'all like, all right, let's get it real quick. <laughs> exactly. Over there whispering. To whispering. <laughs> Like, like ooh, ooh, girl, don't shake the bed too much. Don't move. I ain't trying to do all that. No, I'm not doing all that. So Stop. you need to go in your room. Don't move. Like, so that's I like I am. It's some people. I'm like, how y'all got about five kids and all of them sleeping in the bed with y'all? Man, it's like just adding kids into the bed, co-sleeping. Haven't trying to come in that room if she wants to. Bye bye. Bye. And then, like, and then the thing that I never understood, like, you know, Haven's 10 months. And I, you know, when I left the hospital, I had to sign a paper saying that I was not going to co-sleep with my child. <laughs> like, I had to sign a paper that was saying not about not co-sleeping because it can cause SIDS and all of that. And if I was going to co-sleep to make sure and have a co-sleeper in there in the bed. There's a lot of people that do not use a co-sleeper. They got the baby right there tucked right there or laying next to them and all of that. And I'm like, okay, more power to y'all. Y'all do y'all thing. Like I said, no judgment. I just don't understand. Um, and so I'm going to segue because I feel like, all right, I'm about to ruffle some feathers. I'm about to ruffle some feathers. So the next question, and I'm going to, I have to say this before I say what I say about co-sleeping. Do you feel like your relationship or marriage got stronger or weaker after having children? So 61% said stronger and 39% said weaker. Um, I think that some people's marriages get weaker because they put the children before their spouse. Mm. And there are some people, like I said, I am a part of certain 
um, mom Facebook groups and stuff like that. And they're like, I don't care what the father thinks. This baby's sleeping in my bed. That's my baby. I want to snuggle with them. That's my child. They're going to be here such and such. That's my child. That's my child. That's my child. And that's why I feel like, so, and, and it's not just specifically co-sleeping. I, I got to say that because I don't want y'all in the comments like, but such as my co-sleeping, <laughs> my marriage is fine. My marriage is fine. I'm not saying it's just co-sleeping. Co-sleeping is just an example. Because yeah. I feel like, get them kids out your bed. They don't need to be there. They, they good. They are fine. Really think about Trust it. me. They don't need to be there. Because by the time half Unless of them. Unless y'all got one bed in the house. Yeah. By the time <laughs> half of them turn three, four, you ready to kick them out the bed. But now they having a hard time sleeping in the room. I mean, not even just that. Honestly, like you, I'm, don't get offended. <laughs> I feel like a lot of like when parents, you know, of course they, they want to co-sleep. It's. It's only co-sleeping out of convenience, right? Because it's really like I have my child. Number one, of course, it's like instead of me having to get up and go get the child, go get the baby when they're crying or whatever, when they need something, I'll just keep them close. Cool. I got you. But then that turns into, ah, I really just needed a hug. I really just. So in other words, it turns into just more about being convenient and the, the child is there. And the reason why I say convenience is because the moment that the child begins to bother you, you're like, you need to get out of my bed. But like a month ago, you was like, nah, I love you. I just want you here. But then when you start getting them feeding your face and the booty on the side of your mouth, and then next thing you know, all the, the kicks and the slaps to wake you up when they ready to get up, then you're like, nah, you got to go. But mm -hmm. I'm like, just have that same energy because that's going to happen. They're going to get like that. This mm -hmm. It's inevitable. Haven doesn't, and she don't even sleep with us. Cause I think some people, some people forget that these kids grow up. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's convenient. It's like, oh my gosh, my little pocket. Like they, Ugh. they like Haven. I love you. When she was younger, <laughs> it was cute. You know, she falls asleep on your chest, and she's co sleeping in her little co sleeper right there, and you're looking at her, and, she and, and she's yeah. Like, oh. Now, that child literally sleeps like how I did when I was younger. Man. I. Like my parents couldn't even have me in their bed. I was kicking, like I was karate chopping everybody in the bed. Haven, I think one time we took a nap with her in the bed and I ended up like every, like she literally, I woke up and she was like right there. And I was like, why do they come towards the mom? Like she, she literally tucked herself right there, and I was like, "Listen, I'm not doing this." And that was a nap. That was a after church nap. We all fell asleep, and I was like, "Oh no, nah. yeah, no." Nah. And then she's hot, nah. Yep. But um, hot body. So some people did DM me about um, you know, the question if they um. You know about weaker if if your if your marriage got stronger or weaker after baby, and one person said that weaker initially after baby one, and then we got it together, and then it strengthened after baby two, and she didn't elaborate much more on that, but I do think that some people it probably gets weaker after baby one because it's like you have no idea what you're doing, yep. So you just put your all into the baby, yep. And you, it, it, you got to find that balance. You definitely have to find that balance. And I'm glad that throughout our 10 months of being parents, we have been able to find that balance and rhythm. And I know each year it's going to get where we have to continue. Like, we're not perfect. Mm -hmm. And I know that it's not going to be perfect. Like, I ain't saying we got it. We definitely don't have it. Because nope. we're not even a whole year in yet. And I know after year one, there's year two, three, four, five, six. And then especially when they start getting into activities and stuff like that, that's a whole nother ball game. Like, that's a whole nother ball game. And being uh, parents, you know, uh, 
you know, parents involved with school stuff and all of that. So I can't even comment on that yet. I just know right now I'm I'm I like where we're going with this, you know, and I just pray that we keep it, you know. I mean, we have no choice um, because it's like it it has to be intentional. Mm -hmm. Like there's no. I, I don't feel that, at least for us, we can't be accidental parents. Like, we don't stumble into this and, you know, just say, oh, well, we have an awesome awesome child and an awesome marriage because we just kind of, it just happened. It, it doesn't really just happen. It happens on purpose. And it's because we desire to, we actually desire to be amazing parents. We desire to have an amazing marriage. So, with that, like, it's, it's, it's intentional. So mm-hmm. it is what it is. The next question that I had, let me find. And how many more you want to do questions wise? Um, I think I'm almost done. Oh, okay. Yeah. The, I'm almost done. Cause I know we're going to wrap up. Um, uh, let's see. So the next question I, I did was, have you and your children's mother or father broken up after having children together? And I had 50% say yes and 50% said no. And then the question after that, I said, if so, do you feel like clashing in parenthood contributed to the breakup? And 33% said yes and 67% said no. Um, one person, and that that's actually the last question I had. One person did DM me and elaborate more. And they said that... Um, the it wasn't a really a whole lot of clashing it was more of he was just straight up jealous of the baby and left and the he left and they have not seen him in 10 years and i was like wow and i just i just had to commend her like as a mom and she was like she's a happy child she's doing good she's healthy and you know and i I it's just so unfortunate that he decided that you know like dang that's your child yeah. like you're missing out on so much beautifulness like oh my gosh every day is just such a wonder and amazingness with haven i i could not imagine like missing out on that nah, so um it's funny because for me um i actually for a second I had a thought that I was um, kind of giving more attention or more love towards Haven over you. Mm. And I didn't want to create any jealous or any really just any anything, any emotion, any bitterness, any anything um, towards towards Haven. And, and of course, towards myself, because I noticed that, like, it seemed like I'll be like, let's say in, in the moment where we could be having a intense conversation disagreement whatever mm-hmm. <laughs> i feel like in those moments it'd be like ah oh, oh, get on my face oh my goodness oh hey haven oh my gosh i just love you and it's like she's so like unashamedly and unconditionally loving like she just loves you mm-hmm. <laughs> and like like she doesn't think nothing she just accepts you mm-hmm. and it's like I didn't want to create a refuge, even though she's Haven, she is our safe place. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to create a safe place outside of you mm-hmm. with our daughter because I don't want, I didn't want something to be built and then um, it that can eventually um, grow into something that you're like, ah, oh, well, I guess you love her more than you love me. Mm-hmm. Like, so, and I didn't want that. And of course, you know, hearing the different stories growing up or of, you know, the couple saying that, man, like I, you know, I, I kind of or the husband always came in and gave the kids all hugs and kisses and it's like, hey, and when he came to me, yeah, so uh, how was work? Mm-hmm. And it's, it's no like love or affection. So I don't want that. So, mm-hmm. again, I feel like it's intentional. Yeah. Well, that that was that was all I had with the, the polls. Um I feel like we covered a lot, especially when it came to uh, gender roles and parenthood. Um, I know overall for us, it is a it's a team effort. Yeah. You know, it's a team effort when it came to 
who would change the baby's diaper in the middle of the night. Um, it's a team effort. Like I know, especially with the changing of the diapers, you would do a lot of the night things as in the beginning because I was with her all day. Mm-hmm. And you were like, okay, I got you, you know? And it's easier for me to fall asleep. Yeah, for me, if <laughs> I if I had to wake up in the middle of the night, I would be like up for the rest yeah. of the night. And it was horrible. So like, I don't know what it is, but um, I think with us, you know, I know we we can go on and on about this topic and we maybe do a part two or whatnot, but I think, you know, we, like I said, we're not perfect and this is our first year. We're going to probably talk about this again in our second year, in our third year, you know, however long this podcast goes, mm-hmm. but um, our, our experience in our first year, I feel like, you know, we did pretty good. We, yeah. We, you know, so. I, I agree. I think we're we're off to a great start, you know. And I feel like it's it's only going to get better because that's what we desire. So, um, just to close it, I guess my encouragement to people out there is um, really communication is key. Like that's my that's the thing that I always say. Like in relationships in general, you get to know somebody dating in marriage. In parenthood, communication. Like, we communicate and we talk about everything concerning, okay, this is what Haven's doing today. This is what I need to do. Can you help me with this? Such and such, such and such. Hey, babe, can you make her bottle? I got to go do this real quick. You know, like, everything is communication. And it's also how you communicate. It's not no, gosh, can you just go make her bottle? (laughs) It's, hey, babe, can you make her bottle for me? I got to do this real quick, you know? So, and I'm not saying we perfect because we've had our moments, but overall we, you know, we communicate. And I think it's that mutual decision in our head that we're doing this together and it's not just one person's responsibility. So, Um, I guess my takeaway is, um, is as a parent, build your custom parenthood mm. <laughs> like it's, it's not one size fits all it is definitely what you make it and somebody's child how they're raised and how they respond to life is not how yours will mm-hmm. even i'm talking about you can you can have haven's blueprint what we did every single day and it's the, they're not going to be the same Mm-mm. um so if the child won't be the same, don't think that your your parenting skills will be the same, mm-hmm. regardless of the type of parenting that you even came from. Because Ayana had amazing has amazing parents, excuse me, um, but that doesn't mean that she'll be an amazing parent. Mm-hmm. Like it's still a choice because exactly I could, I could suck as a dad and as a husband, and I could stress her out, which would in turn make her a horrible mom <laughs> because she has to fight with trying to, uh, you know, fight off the stress for me to try and be an amazing mom. And then the child could be stressing you out even more. And that's just a double weight. So it's it's something that um, it definitely has to be worked at. And again, I know with this just being year one, I'm excited for year five. I'm not too much looking forward to year 18 or year 13 or high school or prom or any of that. Um I just kind of want her to get real because I just want her to stay small. Stay small forever. Don't 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 talk back. Don't (laughs) don't be real smart. Uh, Just smile at me and tell me you love me. (laughs) Yeah, but um, thank you guys for tuning in and listening in. Um, If you have any topics that you want us to cover, any questions that you want us to cover, um, email us at theabacas at gmail dot com. Yeah. Um, or you can, yeah, email us at theyabakas at gmail.com. Um, I'm the hair raiser on Instagram. And I am, I am Baca. You can DM <laughs> us. Uh, ladies, DM me. Don't DM my husband. <laughs> but uh, you can DM if us. If you end up DMing me, I'm going to just show her anyway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can DM us and ask us questions as well. Or if you're like, hey, can you guys cover this on the podcast? And uh, yeah. Yeah, so um, I'm going to get my quote of the day. Um, my quote of the day today is, I was actually trying to think of a good one, is um, 
Oh my goodness, I just had it. Hold on. I just had the quote and it was like, ah, oh, I'm about to say it's so cool. Um my quote of the day. What is going on? Yo. Yo. Um Be extraordinary. Alright, all right, y'all. No, I okay, I'll just say okay, my quote of the day is um is the hardest part of leaving uh, the hardest part of flying is leaving the runway. So until you uh, let go of the security, you will never see how high you can get. Mm-hmm. So spread your wings, wings out. Um, and on that note, as usual, why settle for being ordinary when you can be extraordinary? So Project B, the Extraordinary Podcast, mm-hmm. and we are the Abacus. Yep. Peace out. I always hit the mic whenever I do that. I always like my fingers. Because the mic is like super close hey, to me. Hey, you like this. Hey, you shut your mouth when you're talking. Hey. Hey, guys. Hey. Hey, guys. Hey. Hey. Are you done? Hey. Are you done or are you finished? Hey. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>